If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This is Duke Nukem, and when I'm not out slaying aliens and saving Earth's babes, I'm listening to Podcast Unlocked. Hail to the podcast, baby! Podcast Unlocked. Welcome to podcast. I, did I catch you by surprise there, Marty? I was kinda, shocked. You kind of jumped back you said, there. You even counted three, two, one, and I got scared. <laughs> it is podcast unlocked. It is the world's scariest Xbox Ooh. podcast because it's Halloween. No, no because well, it's that's on the thirty first. Destiny. But yes, that too. It's the Halloween episode. This is the last episode before Halloween, so therefore it is the Halloween American episode. Halloween. Right, it's a different day than other countries. Then Canadian really? Halloween. Is that true? Nope. Made that up. That's a lie. <laughs> first lie of the episode. <laughs> Count the lies. Mm-hmm. How many? D- do a shout every time Marty yeah. lies. Yeah. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, I'm Ryan McCaffrey, Destin Laguerre. Hi, everybody. Marty Sleeva, the hey. liar. Sean the Shark Finnegan. Hello. Hello. Uh, there, so, famous last words. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to couch this up front. Here we go. Again, not a lot going on this week. Mm-hmm. So you can probably look forward to a six-hour episode. Yeah, yep. exactly. Glad I made it. <laughs> or something breaking during the episode. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, or as the rule goes, right after. Yeah, yeah, we're 90 seconds in and nothing's broken yet. Yeah. Oh, and so then breaking, like, breaking news. Oh, that breaking. Yeah. Oh. Something also probably breaks. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I hope everybody enjoyed the Jeff Bartram interview last mm-hmm. week, talking a little Operation Supply Drop. Uh, it was great to have him in here. And hopefully, I, I had some, saw some kind tweets about our Gears of War 4 spoiler cast. Mm-hmm. Which, if you have not listened to it, is it the it is the last thing in last week's episode, which mm-hmm. is episode two sixty eight. So you can go back. Uh, what did it end up being? Like twenty or thirty minutes long? I think like so. That? Yeah, we had to. We we could have talked for like an hour, but yeah, we totally could have. We all had to bounce. Um, yeah, the more I think about the game, the more I like it. Like, I really liked it when I finished it. Yeah, you tweeted some really strong impressions. Yeah, it, it's it's probably my favorite big AAA game of the year. I think I maybe would agree with that. Yeah. I th- yeah, I mean, I really liked I really liked Uncharted Four, uh, although I actually have, didn't end up finishing it. I still haven't finished it. It's but I, impossible to finish it because it is uh, far too long. It's, yeah. it's a little epic. Yeah, well, that, just, a, just never ends. <laughs> really, I'll say it's a twelve. So replay value. Yeah, there you go. That's, I'm trying yeah. to spin this. I'm trying yeah, to help. Yeah. I'm trying to help. 
no, I think the thing yeah. I liked about Gears the most is that the campaign is like seven hours long, and it is that like it's just perfect tight. length. It's tight. Yeah. There's, there's no filler. Yeah, yeah, good Real stuff. Good stuff. Um, what else? Mm-hmm. Oh, the Vince Zampella IGN Unfiltered. That's the uh, episode for whatever month this is. October. That's it. I should probably find a November one, shouldn't I? That might help. You could do one it of was us nice of him to faster. drop by. Because he works on Titan. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> we, he didn't drop by. We had to, we had to go yeah, to the Yeah, I flew spot. there. I <laughs> dropped by. <laughs> <laughs> I like how that's the thing I did pick, actually. <laughs> In fact... Can you mansplain to Justin <laughs> how, how unfiltered works? It was nice of you to drop by. Uh, stand by for Ryan Fall. Ah, oh, there you go. There you go. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> Poorly. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're ramping up some fun stuff on there. Mm-hmm. YouTube.com slash IGN Unlocked. And we will have uh, shenanigans afoot mm-hmm. on that on that website, mm-hmm. I think. Shenanigans Afoot. On that yeah. their YouTube website. Mm-hmm. Good band name, Shenanigans Afoot. Shenanigans Afoot, yeah. Sounds, it sounds like a like an, like an Irish folk rock. Yeah. Doesn't it? It's like a, <laughs> like cr- a Dropkick Murphys yeah. kind of thing. It's a Dropkick Murphys <laughs> cover band. Yeah. <laughs> we are Shenanigans Afoot! 16 people stabbed at the Shenanigans Afoot concert <laughs> last night. Why are they getting stabbed? Shenanigans! Those are you went right for the yeah that's like that's pro- intense sta- shenanigans stabbings are the most prime shenanigans there are. <laughs> Mate, we can't just be like drunken disorderly conduct. They got to go right to the right to the attempted yeah. murder. Yeah, <laughs> man, Yikes. Marty Sleva. Sorry, unless that was all a lie. The second lie. <laughs> no one got stabbed at the shenanigans of foot concert because it's not a real band. They got stabbed with. Their ear holes got stabbed with delightful music. Oh, ugh, the idea of being stabbed in the ear is terrible. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, here we go. This is what happens we're when just going news. straight off the rails. Yeah, sorry. Already. Um, anyway, so Titanfall 2, uh, just getting into that. That is freshly out. I was a little frustrated last night. Every game's like this, but I, uh, I installed it. It's like, okay, we're ready to play. So I get in. I'm like, okay, okay. Right, to the, right to the campaign. Here I go. And I run through the tutorial, which there's like a little sort of speed run thing that teaches you the mechanics. And then I finish that, and it's like, well, okay, if you want to go back again, go for it. Otherwise, jump on in there. And right on the wall, it's like install progress, 74%. Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so I just let it sit there, and it never finished, and I went to bed. So yeah. I'm going to start it tonight. Ooh, Ooh, there's a, there's a like go-to-bed mission. The I like install, this. <laughs> the install was like in the environment, like digest yeah. in the environment. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean the install. The part about the install. Yeah, sucks, other games cool, have done that it, kind of thing. It, yeah. but it's yeah. At least you can just run the run the training over <clears> and over, <throat> trying to get beat your best time. Mm-hmm. I just that's why I always like games install like two hundred percent before I even try and start it. I usually Lest do. That happens, to but me. I thought it was ready, yeah. right? But it wasn't. It turns I've out it wasn't. More and more in like the last like four months, there have been so many moments where I'm like, I really want to play this thing, but I can't yet, because either it's not installed, or I need an update, or something. And, like, by the yep. time this stuff happens, I'm like, I don't even want to play a game anymore. Like, after yeah. the hour, I think I was complaining, I'm but on- I don't know what game it was where I had to update my console, <clears throat> uh, install the game, update the game, and then update my controller. And I was like, this oh, is, I'm just, <laughs> out of spite, I'm just not going to play a game. Yeah, anymore. well, I've, I've done things where on PS4, I'm trying to go re- uh, redeem a code, mm-hmm. but it's like, all right, I, first I have to update the system yep. software, which... You know, on Xbox, it's they're infrequent and it's yeah. kind of done more in the background. And then it's then okay. Well, let me go. All right, now that's done. Now that it's rebooted twice mm-hmm. and that's done, let me go into the uh, store to redeem my code. 
nope, gotta, yeah. gotta do, there's gotta an update, update for that. Like, oh man, but yeah. yeah. Xbox, it's the same way you try to get into your game, and it's, you get that initial surge of hope, and then, it's, and then it goes to that black screen of, this game needs an update. <laughs> 6,000 gigabytes. Like, Monsters. oh, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Real bad. Uh, video games. All right, we'll come back, do what little news there is, and possibly for once, maybe, might have a show that's under three hours long right after this. That was a lie. Okay, so first up this week, this is a little inside baseball. I'm going to admit that up front. If you want to skip this, I don't know, jump ahead five minutes or so. But uh, jump this, ahead to hour two. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but this is relevant. It, it is inside baseball, but it is also relevant to you, the audience. The well. story was really big on the site. Yeah. So people do care. Uh, so Bethesda has uh, they actually posted a, an official news release on their well a blog post on their site. They will no longer be sending out early review copies for any of their games. Now I don't want to get too deep into the weeds on this because. I don't want to come off as uh, this is sour grapes mm-hmm. on IGN's part, but uh, the fact of the matter is they they tried to say that this was like oh well they're still gonna they actually they opened it by saying we love game reviews or you know we love reviews and then sort of the rest of it was about how they're not gonna <laughs> enable reviews to happen anymore, but. Uh, uh, to me, guys, this is about this is about not having people cancel their pre-orders before mm-hmm. before their credit cards are charged. That's the end of it. I mean, it's 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 a business. It's about money. Uh, it's not about necessarily sticking it to reviewers or sticking it to out traditional media outlets like, like IGN. I think at the end of the day, it's we have run a bunch of studies and we had our test case with Doom that says. We will we'll either make more money by not having reviews out there, or we will remove the risk of losing pre-orders and thus losing money by not having reviews out there. Yeah, and to clarify, like <clears throat> reviews will still exist, of course, just not for yeah. day one purchases. Which for right. a lot of gamers who are the hardcore audience that come to IGN, they're looking for that. Mm-hmm. Like they're interested. Like, should I buy this game now or right. should I wait? Well, especially in like a busy or, fall season when it's like there's a cool game that comes out every week. Yep. What yeah. am I going to spend my, you know, hundred two hundred dollars I have allocated towards gaming this mm-hmm. this season? Yeah, and like I appreciate the perspective because yeah, like this does affect IGN directly because yes. we all work on reviews here, even if we're not reviewers ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like me and Destin have to produce video, and yes. that takes a long time to get the game captured, to pick the right clips, to align it with the script, record that VO. Well, the fact that we don't have access to any of these games anymore, frankly, a lot of these games are really big ones that people are very interested in. Um, that makes it yeah. Bethesda's all but not impossible. exactly known for making little little three <laughs> hour inside yeah. Yeah. type. Well, and also this is it's not just reviews. It's graphics comparisons. It's wikis. It's features. It's getting a game day one and having a starter guide of yeah. ten things you need to know when you start the game. Like, well, we don't know what that is yet because we're starting when you're starting. Yeah, basically, just makes our job a lot harder. And basically, the, you know, a lot of people may fault us by saying, "Well, you're just interested in your own livelihood," and that's part of it. Obviously, we wouldn't we'd be lying if we weren't saying that. But really what we do in terms of the content is for the audience like we're trying to give that to you so that you can make a better choice about the game i was going to make that exact point it's it's uh i will i will absolutely say 
without a doubt, yes, we have a horse in this race. This this does affect IGN's business. So you may dismiss my opinion or or the Unlock team's opinion on this, but it affects us. But it does also affect you. This, you know, by you know, if you don't have uh, there there have been a million high profile examples over the years of of a of a well hyped game that maybe you've pre-ordered and then uh, the reviews hit and it turns out the game didn't quite turn out like you'd hoped it would and maybe that review or, or reviews, I'm not saying just ours, but reviews helped you infor- helped inform you 60 bucks. or just informed your purchasing decision. Maybe yeah. you still bought the game but you kind of had your expectations, expectations. recalibrated mm-hmm. or maybe you, you know, or the other way where there was something coming up where you didn't, you know, you weren't expecting much out of it and it gets really good reviews and you go oh cool i'm gonna go buy that so yeah you're, you're right sean all the, it's still gonna happen but we just with bethesda specifically uh so with the inevitable El- elder scrolls 6 with prey uh Fallout? with uh like. what's what's the, what's the rest of their lineup oh wolf the new wolfenstein that's wolfenstein. only secretly announced quake yeah quake uh dishonored Dishon- thank that's the next big one mm-hmm. thank you we will do not look for day one reviews. We'll have we'll have day one impressions. Oh, yeah. The review in progress. That's sort of what that product was born out of, and now it will seem seemingly get even more use. But yeah, no uh, no more full scale. And it's not just. Reviews. I mean, it's not just Bethesda. Like we saw it this fall with a lot of two K games, like Mafia, yeah. which I reviewed. I started when everyone else started, so I play through it that weekend and get the review up. And WWE two K. Yeah. So if you are the, the type of person that pre-orders a game, uh, I think I just want to ask that you be mindful that the content that will be coming out pre-launch is going to be very controlled and very regimented. They're going to ask that it's uh, gameplay clips. Uh, they're going to release all their very polished, pre-produced trailers, probably on the best hardware that they possibly can to make their game well, look the best. they always do that anyway. To, ga- to make sure the game looks the best they possibly yeah, can. Of course. Uh, we do know that they send out this, these code to uh, YouTubers and Twitch streamers with a caveat that you can't necessarily be critical of the product. Sometimes. That's not Some- a blanket statement. Correct. That's correct. So I, I just want our audience to be mindful that that is the content that you're vastly going to be bombarded also, with. Also, don't, and, and don't to make pre-order your, games. We've yeah, said yeah, yeah. The, the safest thing you can do is not pre-order. Not fall for the pre-order incentive where you get... A bucket helmet that you can wear or something silly. Bucket helmet? Yeah. I don't know. You get those silly pre-order bonuses. Just be mindful of how you're spending your money. Uh, Take that stuff into consideration and just just make sure you're making informed uh, buying decisions uh, as well as you can. Yeah. Uh, Well said, Destin. Now I will add, the last time the the pre-order discussion came up, I had a million replies (laughs) saying, hey, well, you know, on Amazon's, like Amazon specifically was the most, it was like you get 20% off yeah, if you're a Prime tough. member. And that's big. But in most of those cases, that discount still applies within the first week of purchase. Mm-hmm. So you you could still wait for reviews. You could still wait to see. And not it's not even necessarily about reviews. It's a game might be horribly broken when yeah. it launches, and you might want to hold off. Or, or at least you might want to just wait till it either smooths out or... Uh, or a game just might run significantly better on one console as opposed to the other. Very true. Yeah. yeah, that's very I, true. So, I, Yeah, I just don't want to see our, our, our audience, our listeners, our readers get burned <clears throat> by anything yeah. like this. And yeah, and, and, yeah I just, just be careful out there, you guys. I was going to say, like going along with what you're saying, like there's definitely incentives to pre-order things, especially if you know that you're going to buy this game. But like in my mind, you have to weigh the pros against the cons, which is like, 
Is there any situation in which what you gain from pre-ordering a game is worth well, the it, price it, of paying for a game that you hate? Yeah, I mean, if something, want? if there's a super like limited never, special right? edition where if you don't pre-order it, you're probably not going to get this cool right. statue or this thing. Like, I get it. Like, yeah, that I get. there are certain things or. The prime discount or yeah. like the Best Buy clubs, like usually like a ten dollar thing mm. or whatever. So there, there are definitely tangible reasons. Or a lot of times, if you pre-order, you might get the previous game in the series for free. Yes, that happened like that. with South, South Park. Park. Yeah. Uh, I think did, didn't that even Dishonored? I think Dishonored that might yeah. be yeah, so, from certain places. You know, there are. It's it's just we would never tell you exactly what to do with your money. It's not our job, but our job is to tell to help inform you about. Yeah how to uh, best allocate your resources. Mm -hmm. And that's all I want this discussion to be, this conversation to be, is we're telling you about Bethesda's policy, which they made public. So just be wary of that whenever pre-ordering one of their games or anyone's games is. uh, But in this case, particularly Bethesda, because you will not see reviews from any major outlet, uh, any independent outlet uh, until, you know, depending on the kind of game it is, in the in days after release, which, again, I, I've been doing this a long, long time, and that's, it's follow the money. I mean, it's, a, it's an old, dumb cliche. So but when people inevitably show up on day one of Fallout 5's release, mm-hmm. and they're like, where's your guys' review? We will point you to this segment. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, we have to, we're sadly having to write those little articles on the website more and more often. Well, this is why we have reviews and pro, uh, progress at yes. IGM because uh, for so long, like, you know, Call of Duty would launch and uh, a lot of outlets gave it a high score and then it launches and it's a disaster. Online. Like, the yeah. online's a mess. Well, that's, or, and I stuff mean, like that. Battlefield's a better. Battlefield, yeah, I mean, yeah. Call of Duty's Although pretty I was about much to say, Call of Duty. Call of Duty, Duty, yeah, yes. Call of Duty has traditionally been very yeah. good about Battlefield, no, they had Battlefield the, 4 is the uh, prime the, example. That was the catalyst for I'm, think, I'm thinking before <laughs> Battlefield 4, the first time this happened was with a Call of Duty game. Well, we're also ignoring and that the big, was the big one. one. Master Chief, Master Collection. Chief Collection, yeah. yeah, yeah. Those are newer examples, also. Battle, they're also good examples, and that's why we do review in progress. We just wait a day or two to see if the servers are settled, and then we're able to put a final score on it. But we do launch with scores now. Yeah, I mean, the fact of the matter is, uh, usually, Bethesda can control when media has access to the game before launch with preview events and preview coverage. Mm-hmm. But once it goes out into a reviewer's hands, they don't have control anymore. Mm-hmm. So uh, they they sort of run the risk of something negative being said and making even one person go, oh, I'm going to cancel my pre-order. And they don't want that. That's, you know, they, they want that money to get from your pocket into theirs. Uh, and that is the goal of their, that's their goal as a business. Mm-hmm. So just be aware. Just be aware of this policy going forward. And, you know, we, we are obviously not thrilled about it. Uh, <clears throat> we are going to do everything we can to revert that policy and uh but we'll we'll certainly we're going to continue to do right as right by you as we can so you know these guys are all will all be cranking hard as soon as we can get access to the game Mm -hmm. you know marty you had to do that exact thing with mafia 3 where you you got it the day it released in australia was the first public (laughs) place in the world and then by the end of that day you'd had I don't know, eight hours in or whatever, yeah. and you had a, you had a impressions at least mm-hmm. of the early part of the game to at least help our audience however you possibly yeah. could. Yeah, we're gonna keep doing this. It's not like we're not gonna cover Skyrim Remastered. Yeah, it's course. not like we're not gonna cover Dishonored. And it's not like we're not excited for those games. Like, oh, like yeah, 100%. I'm so stoked for Dishonored. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of tangentially related. I wanted uh, to the topic, but like more of a broader scope thing for you guys is like, have you ever? 
I guess my question is like, as reviewers, do you guys see reviews like playing a huge part in like how well a game does? Like, if well, Bethesda clearly doesn't anymore, right? And that's and I don't say that with malice. I'm just just like cold. This decision tells me they don't think reviews are because a lot of publishers, especially in in the older they can days, o- reviews can only hurt. Is well, what you're saying they no, can't. No, no, that's, no, no. That's what Bethesda's saying. I that's that, that is said, my yeah, interpretation yeah. of what Bethesda's saying. But it used to be where sales uh, reviews could really help you, mm-hmm. uh, and they were seen as very valuable to the to the uh, launch of a game. But now, now Bethesda's. I think saying otherwise. No, and yeah, reviews and see, absolutely can't help. And I know just anecdotally, like if there's a smaller game and I review it and I'm like, this is amazing. Like with Gone Home, I gave it a 9.5 yep. and, and a bunch of people were like, no idea what this was, but you gave it a high score and I trust you and I played it and it's great. Here's a great recent example Dying Light. Dying Light, exactly. That game oh, took yeah. off and sold huge in part because it got good reviews and the word of mouth spread on yeah. it. Hmm. That game is good. Yeah, I, looked at, I was looking at our review traffic this year and stuff like. Like indie games like The Witness and Undertale, they did amazing traffic because we gave them tens. I mean, that's in part people are like, whoa, IGN doesn't throw around tens lightly. What's right. going on here? So I imagine at least someone bought those games based on our reviews. Yeah, and see, that's kind of what I wanted to bring up because, like, personally, and just speaking here for myself, like, reviews never deter me or encourage me to see or not see or play or not play a game that I've already made a decision about. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, that's fair. Example is I just saw Jack Reacher 2. Terrible movie. <laughs> but I'd already made up my mind that I was going to see that movie. Yeah. So when the reviews hit and they were bad, I was not like, oh, I'm not going to see it. Right. And I, I have to wonder that maybe there's a lot of gamers out there who feel the same way. It's like they have their mind made up about a game. So whether or not the reviews are good or not has really no impact on whether or not they buy that game, which means that the sales, in effect, are or are not whatever they were going to be, reviews part of the process mm-hmm. or not. So I guess like... I just wanted to know if you guys thought that that was something, like a trend that you guys saw, because you both have been around for a long time. Well, I think a lot of people felt burned by No Man's Sky, for example. Sure. You know, like that's a game where I was very excited about. Yeah, there's probably got to be some examples and where it's like was, very clear that bad reviews caused this game to well, sell worse, and or th- the other way around even. I just wanted to add to Destin's point, that was a game where review copies were not sent out. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. which was cited as a day one patch was cited as the reason for that. Mm-hmm. But you're yeah. right. I mean, that's uh, Dan's, there, there Dan's were no very low. There were no day one reviews for that game. Uh, so that that's kind of the that's the other <laughs> side of the doom coin. You want right? to know what happened with No Man's Sky? Go look on Steam and see the reviews of that product, and uh, you'll have a pretty clear indication of how the community felt about I, you know, being misled about what it ended up it's, being. It's, things are certainly changing. I mean, I, I personally, possibly because I just do what I do and have been doing it for a long time, I've, I absolutely use reviews when I buy something. I mean, I, a great example is uh, whenever I want to get something on Amazon and I'm trying to figure out what to get, like if it's, I don't know, if, uh, I guess a good example is uh, I a couple years ago I threw out my, I got rid of my uh, old gas-powered lawnmower. I'm like, I want to get a little, just a little electric lawnmower. I have no idea which one I should get. And I used Amazon uh, user reviews mm-hmm. to help inform my decision. So, uh, you know, it, it, sometimes you know, you know exactly what you want. Like you're talking about, Sean. Like, well, totally seeing this Jack Reacher movie, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't, it, it is going to be whatever it is. But uh, there, I think there are 
for many people, many of certainly many gamers, reviews definitely either at least help them or uh, provide them some sort of service, either mm-hmm. maybe sort of <laughs> confirming their uh, their purchasing bias. Yeah, confirmation bias, yeah. bias or or. Uh, Giving them a reason to. I mean, hey, because like, yeah, the, I'll read reviews when I have no idea what it's about. Or, yeah, like if I have no instincts of my own, that's when I look to reviews. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm about to upgrade phones because, like, my phone. I, yeah, I don't want the iPhone Seven though, even though I think the camera is really great because I hate the headphone jack thing. And so the new OS looking, is awful. It is really that's so true. Uh, so I was looking at the Google Pixel, which mm-hmm. is an Android phone, but I haven't had Android phones ever, so I know nothing about that ecosystem. I was right. like, I'll read a review, sure, and it was pretty helpful. Also, in a perfect world, all game reviews would be Final Fantasy Thirteen Three Lightning Returns because I reviewed that and I got the game two months early. Wow! <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the we first, got, yeah, right, like eight years of my career. <laughs> that oh, was great. Was the game nice. came out in like February, and I had it before Christmas. That's crazy. Like, this is great. Let's yeah. do this. Well, that's, yeah. yeah. That's back when games used to be done in advance and not done <laughs> ah, the good old weeks days. after release. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see what happens because now all the pressure is put on the developer. If you release a bad product, you're going to have a No Man's Sky scenario. You know? Like, the community is not going to take it lightly if you mislead them. Yeah, I guess, so like, the, the kind of silver lining here is that, like, traditionally Bethesda is really good about their games. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, think that, Skyrim's going to be fair. fine. Like, I don't think you're going to run into a PS3 like, versus Xbox scenario again, where the PS3 versions was pretty rough. I mean, that's another thing, though. Is like that is like yeah, that's relevant <laughs> that's, information. Yeah, right? like the fact that the PS3 version of Skyrim still is a mess. Well, and as I, I remember, the PS3 version cor- of Fallout 3 would straight up correct stop me, working. Correct me if I'm wrong. Was because I at the time worked at OXM, so mm-hmm. we only got yeah. the. Th- did was the PS3 version of Skyrim sent out? For reviews, or did they only? Because I know it used to be in, in the last Pretty generation, sure we had they would usually early. only send one, one yeah, sure, uh, sure, sure. version. Uh, and it, and it, back then, the, it was the 360 version was kind of usually the default version. Yeah, yeah. That a I was not in the send, industry at that time. Anyway, that's I guess yeah. that was that Skyrim. Yeah, you were you were working on Start because I did the Skyrim with you. Oh, you're right. 2012, uh, then right? Wabajack. Wh- you did you you do gloss over a good point there, Sean, and that's yeah. I mean. They they can get Bethesda can get away with this for Dishonored two probably and you know they Fallout four and and the bigger stuff but what about you know when you've got a a relatively untested unknown thing like Prey mm-hmm. uh, or or some of these other you know smaller new IPs or smaller things what then you mm-hmm. know it's uh, will will the lack of reviews sort of hurt that product by not having that sort of push if it's good, you know, that sort of like lift mm-hmm. elevating effect. Or, you know, if you get into a boy who cried wolf t- situation enough where you get enough bad games that that uh, weren't able to have reviews out there, do consumers start to lose trust yeah. in the uh, in the company at that point? Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. Well, but, I mean, you lose the trust, you lose your pre-orders, it's bad business. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But in any case, that is the message to pass along. So, Dishonored is the next example. Do, uh, we will have a review in progress as su- as close to eleven eleven as we possibly can. Uh, which, gosh, oh my gosh, that's like two weeks yeah. away, isn't it? That's real yeah. soon. Oh man, it's coming up quick. Yeah. Oh, that means the election will be over soon. Thank God. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really, really excited to just not see. 
that stuff in my Twitter oh, feed. Oh, you and me both. It's going to still it's for like a month after the election. You're still going to be hearing about it. But the election will be over. Yeah. Dishonored will be out. PS4 Pro will be out. And NES Classic will be out. So oh, we can just life play will games. Get a lot better. Play games and forget about forget all that. Forget about the election well, cycle. NES Classic will be out. And if you didn't get one day one, you're not going to get one in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> oh, take my money. Uh, I just don't want to get snubbed on allocation for that. And I know I just said don't pre-order, but it's... <laughs> It's, it's a closed ecosystem product of 30 known things that I already know I like. Yeah. So. And it's like, isn't it pretty cheap, too? Yeah, 60 like bucks. bucks. Yeah, like, yeah. come on. I was really hoping that at the oh Switch announcement, you are going to be able to pre-order the Switch before. The oh, man. I was that really hoping that was going to happen. Extra burn. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, on a related note. I really like the story. Bethesda. <laughs> Destin, if you yeah. can't get enough Elder Scrolls V Skyrim in your mm-hmm. life, there is uh, soon to be Skyrim Monopoly. Yes. <laughs> this sounds great. Like, why not? They, they do all sorts of theme monopolies. They have a Star Wars Monopoly. Uh, Skyrim is a major property. Like, it did traffic for us for, like, three years after launch. It still does traffic today. But, like, I'm talking, like, some of our top wiki traffic. Um, so this is really exciting to see that uh, we're going to get a Monopoly version what of is, Skyrim. What is the boardwalk property of Skyrim? That's what it's called, right? Boardwalk, the most expensive property. Yeah, of course. The yeah. Boardwalk yeah. and Park Place. Yeah. Oh, what I is the Boardwalk? I would think the Skyrim wouldn't world. Wouldn't it be the the, 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 the dragon, the, the dragon's home up on top of the the mountain? There, you'd think. I'm asking you guys. Well, I, it's, not, I haven't played it in five yeah. years. Guys, I I'm, didn't actually get that far. In I'm that gonna give game. you all a hot take. Monopoly is the worst board game of all time. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, it's fantastic. I hate Monopoly. I hate Monopoly. Why? It's such a trash it chance takes game. Forever. It takes forever. You make up it your own no rules. Skill. No, that's not a good game. That's a bad game. <laughs> you have to make up your own rules for that I, hellscape it, it, of a it, maw yeah. of three hours it, of your life. It eventually devolves into, like, in order to get one player out, you yeah. form alliances. Yeah. Like, I will awesome. say, it just takes forever. I would venture a guess that one percent of all Monopoly games are ever finished. finished. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it takes happen. about takes about an hour if you're four players to finish a Monopoly. That's game. Well, that's but a the, speed round. The the it's trick is the trick is if one person gets all three properties, then that person's probably going to win. Uh, if nobody trades, though, that's really hard to do. <laughs> I like Monopoly. Play a better board game like Settlers of Catan or something. Play checkers. Monopoly's great. You well, Skyrim play checkers. Play the original board game. Wait, well, is chess older than checkers? I um, would think so. Chess is definitely not the original board game. No, it's That's not. That's why I'm, I'm <laughs> joking when I said that, but now I'm wondering if it's older than checkers. No. I think checkers is older. <laughs> no, dude, like there's, there's games. Welcome to IGN's yeah. number one checkers <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Board game, board what, What's the game in Japan that a lot of people play with Go. white? Go. Yeah, Go. Go's the Super oldest Mario one Brothers. that I think I know of. No, Super Mario Bros. is the oldest yeah. game. That's the oldest board game. Very first board game. Skyrim Monopoly will allow players <laughs> to buy and sell property around the realms of Tamriel, from creating villages in Winterhold to breaking ground on Win- massive castles Winterhold in Windhelm. Winterhold is the place. Yeah. All the lore, characters, and locations will be straight from the video game. When released in March 2017, Skyrim Monopoly will cost $48. That's a little pricey. <laughs> well, that's a little much. That's yeah. a little much, considering you can get a regular vanilla Monopoly for, what, like $10, $12? I can't think of the last time I bought a board game. Or yeah. saw anyone else buy a board game. By the way, we have a lot of board game enthusiasts in the office. We do. Yeah, we, we have, have a good, John we have a show. Yeah. 
Uh, if, if one of whatever they're calling chance in community chess, if one of the chance cards isn't you took an arrow to the knee, lose a turn, <laughs> they will have failed it completely. <laughs> Oh, failed a lot of opportunities. Are we going to have to hear about this all over again now sure. that the the special edition's coming out? Yes, taking an arrow to the knee, coming back. Yeah, whoever that oh, dude, dang. whoever made that uh, that music video, is probably going to get a million more hits on YouTube. That thing's probably still generating a million <laughs> hits every month. My first million view video was an arrow to the knee montage. Really, my first million view video for IGN was that Skyrim Super Bowl thing <laughs> that we did on one. Oh my god! Yeah. Giants. That almost kept us alive. <laughs> <laughs> almost. If only we could have just done one of those every week. <laughs> we tried it again uh, in the future, and it just didn't traffic again. I don't know why that one blew up. but that yeah, I don't one know totally why. Because it had the heart of oneup.com, where gamers call home until 2015. <laughs> just, <laughs> just side note. became homeless. <laughs> go back and watch some of the features that we produced on OneUp on OneUp's YouTube channel, which is still around. Right? You had the I box so. that rolled out in it to the more like, like none of Yeah. <laughs> We had some crazy features. There's one where Jose's being stalked by the, the solid snake statue. statue. It keeps like appearing behind him, and he like he's like, "Guys, look, look!" And then they all look, and he's gone. Like, and he goes crazy. There's a lot of weird stuff on that channel. That was awesome. I 100 percent want a Mass Effect version of Monopoly. Uh, there there isn't go. one. The Citadel could be could be Boardwalk. There isn't one already. I understand that reference now. You're two hours How, in. I'm You're, five hours in. <laughs> what five have, hours in the What's the fight? last thing that happened in your story? Who have you made uh, out with? I, ha- I haven't made out with anyone. <laughs> Evidently, you can't have same-sex relationships in Mass Effect 1. Not so one. I'm a, I'm a you a can if you're a lady. Beyond. I'm a femme shep. You can if you're a lady. No, people on the internet have told me no. Not in Mass either. Effect 1. Well, uh, okay, you, can have, you can have human, female, and female alien relationships. I don't know. That's not what the internet told me. But I'm wrong. They are 100% wrong. No, the internet's never wrong. Uh, I'm in the Citadel. Uh, I have uh, Rex and Garrus now, who are much better than Ashley and Kaiden or whatever his name is. They're both, those two are the worst. Yeah, they're both both terrible. I wanted it. I tried. I was flirting with Ashley. Are the worst. I was flirting with Ashley. Whatever. And it turns out Ashley's a space racist. Yeah, people tell me that. That's true. No, she's just a pro human. She's a space racist. She's straight up is racist. The internet needs to stop. Sort of spoiling things for you by yeah. telling That's you. That's why I was going to say, like, when I saw you tweeting about Mass Effect, I'm like, th- someone's going to tweet you what happens in the story, and that's going to ruin it for you. Oh, dang. All right, like, I'm going off the grid. Uh, yeah, go Have off the grid. Just play through it. Oh, yeah. The, who's the, the Elcor? The Elcor. Oh, I love the Elcor. Where they say, like, the first line of everything well, they, they say is, like, the is emotion. Their emotion. They, yeah. they describe yeah. their emotions. It's so great. Yeah, so. Because they can't emote. That's why. Yeah. With there's enthusiasm. You're going to love this game. There's also a joke later on where it's like, one of those Elcor is like starring in a Hamlet adaptation, and oh, I'm like, wait so a good. second. Yeah. So the yeah the, com- the combat in Aspect One is is butt. Yeah. Especially coming off of gears. It's not that bad. It's oh, coming off of gears. Coming off of gears, gears which is like Effect, a near yeah. perfect third person the combat is, engine. Yeah. You have to remember that Mass Effect One came off the back of. Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. yeah. Also, so it, which was real butt. Combat. Yeah. So yeah. that year, that game is ten years old. Yeah. Oh no, no. Next and year, nine. I mean, what nine. I'm saying is like, I round up that combat's butt. But I really don't care because the story and the character so far are fantastic. Yeah, I, I was love say, like, Citadel is such a rad place. It's so what good, makes, isn't it? What makes like, it feels like, yeah. Dude, you're going to get to two and just be like, because it's such a change. Sort of. Let's just let him, let him. I'm just talking. He's talking about let him the enjoy it. combat. No, 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 no. The game, the game and the systems. Don't ruin the Citadel. Like the game design and the systems and the mechanics are all way better in two. But mm-hmm. what makes one the better game is the storytelling and yeah. the characters. Like it's such a cinematic yeah. game. You speak the truth, my friend. I'm a Mass Effect 3 fan. You don't Shut even up. know what you're saying. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
but we'll see. Please do like go off the grid and like finish that game because I would I would I want to talk to you. I, you were not, wait, you weren't on that episode. Points. If I don't finish all three games by the time Andromeda comes out, He's I'm quitting. quitting the show. But like someone, no, selfishly. you said you're quitting IGN. I'll also quit IGN. You said and you're quitting. Aren't you also up. buying Alana and I in and out? Yeah, that'll be my last act. That's, that's, yeah, <laughs> isn't that also happening? Yeah, and then we're the buying last. you in and out if you actually finish all three games. I'll do it. I'm starting Mass Effect two soon, so. Not to selfishly, I don't care if you finish all three games. Like, I just want to talk to you about one because that's the if, story. If you so played cool. every night for a few hours for two weeks, you'd be done with one. That would require him to not go to the bar. Can I got I, into a. Can I bring my gaming PC to the bar and hook it up. To the <laughs> Actually, TV? yeah, you could bring yeah. a laptop. Yeah. I got into a really big discussion over the weekend about this because, like, Nick Scarpino and I went and saw Jack Reacher, and uh, it was awful. Well, yeah, don't but go, don't go. See I already it. said that before. But, like, Just we got to an argument about video game storytelling versus movie storytelling, and he was like, video game storytelling sucks. There are no video games with good stories. And I was like, hold on. And I had to tell him the whole story of Mass Effect as to demonstrate that he was wrong. Mass Effect. Didn't really have the same effect. Portal 2. Yeah. Uh, Anything Tim Schafer has ever touched. Yep. Journey, Uncharted, yeah. The yeah. Last of Us. We're getting us, there. Like, I mean, it, it's, is it Bioshock? Is it way behind Halo? movies oh, yeah. overall? Yes. Yeah. Well, so my argument but was like... We're getting there. Combat, combat, combat story. No, we're combat, in the... Firewatch. If yep. you're judging, and I don't want to get... This is a whole discussion in, unto itself, but my argument Breakdown. was that... If you're judging storytelling by the cinematic standard, then yes, gameplay gets in the way of that. But I think for a lot of people, video game storytelling isn't the cinematic form of storytelling. It's the experience you have of playing the game. Like if you ask people like what their memory of X game was, they're like, oh, I remember playing, on, playing that game with my dad on the couch. Yeah. That's the storytelling. Yeah. Like that's what storytelling a video game is. And so like to say one is definitively better than the other, it's like comparing apples and oranges. Uh-huh. Voodoo, Voodoo Vince is literally coming back because that's – because <laughs> Phil Spencer had played, a, the game on the played it with his kids yeah. when they were young. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at least that's my interpretation of it. So, Marty, that's actually – there's one other key question that I Uh-oh. must know. Paragon or Renegade? Oh, I'm going to go Paragon. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, every game I play in, in, Grow a fa- pair. in Fable, I always have a halo <laughs> over my head. Oh, I'm like man. the most Jedi Jedi ever. I you know, Paragon too, I, yeah. the, when Peter Molyneux was in here for the Xbox One reveal four years ago, uh, three years ago, three and a half, I, th- I think it was then that I asked him, hey, who do, you know, do you play – uh, good or evil in Fable. And he had told me that, and I'm pretty sure this was on the air, and even if it's not, whatever, it's fine now, I'm sure, but the uh, he had told me that something like 90% of players will play good. Yeah. If you give them the choice. It's still good in the world. Huh. Which, yeah, it does actually reaffirm a little bit of faith in humanity, but... I go evil. I was so evil in KOTOR. Yo. I was so evil in all three Mass Effect. I can't because do it. Because I can't. Like, no, games usually don't allow yeah. me that, and I want to see what happens. See, I totally get that, but it's because I am the character right. that I feel like I have to be good. But I, but I can't... I can't punch reporters in real life. So again, so Mass Effect allows me to do that. Renegade is definitely more fun. <laughs> really? Okay. Like Den- Renegade is definitely more fun in Mass Effect. I watched my roommate play it after I played through his Paragon, yeah. and that part where he punches out the reporter yeah. came out of nowhere. It's so good. I sh- in Mass Effect Two, I shoved a man off of a building, That's off, awesome. of a, off of an under construction building. That's your building. first. That's because all it party. says is like the Renegade option is just it just says shut her up. Like, it doesn't give you any indication that you're going to physically well, assault her. Well, that's what's cool yeah. about Mass Effect is that none of the dialogue choices oh, yeah. are ever explicitly yeah, telling yeah. you ex- precisely what's going to happen, either with the dialogue itself or yeah. with the Paragon or Renegade action. Yeah. That's cool, though. 
You're making me want to go play Mass Effect 1 Mass Effect really good. So Are you playing good. on Xbox One or PC? PC. Because uh, yeah. Dan made you? Not because Dan made me. <laughs> just because Dan well, let me take home a super small PC that runs really I well. And I also that, don't... I, did I don't you buy know where my 360 or my PS3 well, it's, it's, Where'd it, you buy the games? I'm just using the, my press account. The loading times... They don't times, have two and three. Oh, yeah, man, loading yeah, times, yeah. Loading times, <laughs> loading times are, you're better off on PC. For Mass Effect 1 in uh-huh. 2016, the loading times... Well, loading times are great. And yeah. the fact that uh, only Mass Effect 1 is backwards compatible. So I don't... Oh, yeah. Right? So, yeah. yeah. It looks yeah. great on Xbox So, yeah, one. you wouldn't be able to... F- little if frame you, rate If you make it through this uh, little endeavor of yours, you wouldn't be able well, to... Well, and Dan on, also, on like, Xbox. downloaded a bunch of patches and things that like the game looks a little bit so better and i'm able to play with control which was something that was like yeah. you sort of had to mod it's, in three is not available on steam though it's on ea ea origin well, i mean I'll, i don't know i'll get there sort it out i'll sort it out all, all right. three of them are on my desktop so okay one at a time it'd be funny if i beat two uh, beat both games i'm like oh three's not on here i'm quitting yeah <laughs> Barry, we'll give you the money we'll start a gofundme <laughs> yeah. for the ten dollars it probably costs <laughs> borrow my copy do you guys remember the launch trailer for mass effect 2 that's like for, one of my favorite video game trailers. Like, it's very good. Not for two. It's oh, very, very, it's very so good. good. I want to do the intro of feature about that. Have we done that feature? Best video game trailers. We should. No. Nope. Yeah. We did a face off. What? I think we, we should. Did a face off. We, we should move on because it's we've I been an hour long already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Destin. I guess we'll it's move right. on then. <laughs> I'm just uh, moving the, like on fire team chat. You know, I'm gonna stick with the conversation. Finally, this week. So last week we talked about the NPD hardware numbers, with the Xbox One being the best-selling U.S. home console for the third month in a row. Well, the software numbers are in, and sadly the actual numbers aren't in, but the rankings are in. One through ten, here we go. Let me know if you sense a pattern, gentlemen. (laughs) NBA 2K17, the number one selling game. That is, by the way, not a surprise. Uh, That game... Whether you believe it or not, or whether you some people I think just don't even realize NBA two K is a juggernaut. Yeah. It it not only does well in the the US, but it's huge in China as well. Basketball, basketball is huge, huge there. Yeah. Yeah. Also so, those games are just really good every year. That too. Really? On Xbox? On everything. Huh. Uh well, I don't think they're on P did they no, I don't think they're on PC. It's just yeah, PS4. But they're on I think they're still doing old gen versions, mm-hmm. so that certainly helps goose the numbers because there are still plenty of 360s and PS3s out there. But ah, good point. Right. NBA 2K17, Madden NFL 17 doing strong in its third, mm. guess, yeah, third month. Uh, no, wait, second month because these are the September numbers, sorry. FIFA 17, NHL 17, that's actually really good showing for NHL. That's a series hockey. that... I mean, the, the, that's hockey, everybody. Yes. Thank you, Destin. <laughs> Thank you, Cana- resident Canadian. Yeah. yeah, NHL 17 at number four. In its debut month, Bioshock the Collection. That's an old game. Makes me a little sad inside. <laughs> uh, at number five, Destiny the Collection. Woot woot. <laughs> at number six, Grand Theft Auto V slipping to number seven, but still continuing. But still on there. Still continuing. What, three years old now? Uh, years I don't old? believe it's been off the top ten since it came out That's three crazy. years ago. That's crazy. I don't have any proof of that. That's just <clears throat> my gut talking, but uh, I'm going to. Bet I'm right on that. Far, we're seven uh, seven games in, and we got uh, sports and old games. Sports <laughs> and old games. Overwatch, old games. Old that games. One's new. That's it's new. It's newish. Uh, 
Forza Horizon, Forza Horizon, Horizon 3 at number 9. There we go. Did it. Nice. Actually, at number did. 10, Black Ops 3. Uh, so I've said this many times. Black Ops 3. I am not a big racing games guy, yeah, but everything I'm not a big I saw. Racist. I thought you were no. going there, too. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, no, good for you. It's a heck guy. of an episode. Good for you. Uh, I'm not a big racing game guy, but Forza Horizon 3 looks awesome. It and doesn't I really want to get it. It is awesome. Yeah. And I honestly. Go ahead, Didn't we have a bet about Minecraft? I don't know. Like, staying on the list? I don't remember a bet. I'm I thought sure it's come up. I thought we said that Minecraft would be on this list, but this it's not. It's this not. Month. So it's yeah, snuck. Minecraft finally, is dead, y'all. It finally fell off the list. <laughs> Will it be back next month? Stay tuned. To uh, probably not next month. No. I'll bet it's back in January, though. Yeah, honestly, you know, once the once the big fall releases are over. Uh, Again, NPD is only hard copies, right? I'll bet you. No, uh, it, no it it's works moved in... to digital. Yes. Oh, it does. Okay. Yeah. Oh. I was going to say because I'll bet you most of Minecraft copies being sold these days are digital copies. No, it, it was on the physical reports for like ever. That's what I was That's... saying. But he, they're just saying NPD is now no, digital. You're, you're and both hardware. correct. Mm-hmm. You're both. Yeah, you're both correct. It, it was certainly selling a lot of physical copies mm-hmm. on 360 and uh, on Xbox One as well, mm-hmm. but. If but you're it's also selling a lot of digital copies. If you're including digital sales, it'll never be like whatever's big that month. Minesweeper. I don't think. Still the number one game in my heart. I'm really happy for for Playground and for the Forza series. I mean, Horizon Three being on here because you know I know you might think, oh, well, it's only number nine, but I mean, the fact it's a it's an exclusive release. Yes, I know it's on PC, but it is a effectively a single platform release. You're correct. That is the only it is the only single platform release on the top ten, and it's just great to see because really, with Horizon Two, I mean the first Horizon was good. Horizon Two made the leap into you know goat kind of territory as far as racing racing goes, and Horizon Three's only only improves upon it. But Game Horizon has always lagged behind in sales to motorsport, mm-hmm. understandably so for a while. But even like motorsport, I feel like, in its when it comes out uh, every other year, only ends up in about this position mm-hmm. on the NPD chart. So I'm just happy to see that Horizon seems to anecdotally being seems to be doing about as well as motorsport does. Which thank goodness because again, I think Horizon's now the better series, and I want it to continue. It also came out at a good time before sort of the uh, madness of the fall. Very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good stuff. Marketplace report, Marty Sleeve. Actually, yep. you know what? Show Wait, did we get again. to the last one? Call of Duty 3? Yeah. Or Call of yeah, Duty I mentioned Black Ops 3? Okay, cool. You know, it would be weird if it was just Call of Duty 3. Yeah. <laughs> Coming back. Throwback. Hey, Treyarch. What, yeah. what? <laughs> uh, Sean Finnegan. Mm-hmm. We don't get to see you too often. Yeah. Marketplace report. What can we spend our money on this week? At retail, we have Titanfall 2. Skyrim I'm so, I, What is that? Special edition. Special edition. There I'm so eager to dive in. I've heard nothing but interestingly good things mm-hmm. about the Titanfall 2 campaign. Now, the, the very report, excited to play the campaign. The report from ben, Brandon Tyrell is that it's excellent. It's not like going to blow your mind kind of good, but it's just it's a really, really, really good campaign. Just a lot of variety, a lot of things to do. So I can't wait to hop into that. I mean, that's what I've been wanting out of Titanfall since the first one came out that when it didn't have it. So can't wait. Uh, Skyrim Special Edition, we said that. Farming Simulator, is that 17, I read? Farming Simulator 17. 2017. Got it. Okay, not the 17. (laughs) The 17th Farming Simulator. Because I was going to say, and that's a $50 game, by the way. That's discount. People like farming. Can I buy the Farming Simulator 17 Husker, Corn Husker Deluxe? 
Those, Shocking those, edition. It's only if you uh, pre-order that farm and fleet. Those games are what? fun two ways. Like, yeah, you can make a realistic farm and just farm it and, like, do really well at farming. Or you can make a totally ridiculous farm <laughs> that's just stupid and how, giggle about what you've created. How is the marketing tagline not get shucked? <laughs> it, it might be. Or shuck you. That's a good one. <laughs> farming. It's a missed opportunity, you guys. Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2, which I love Dragon Ball. And Just Dance 2017. That's at retail. Cash On the cow. digital front, we have King's Quest Chapter 5, The Good Night at $10. Oh, God. Is <gasps> every episode title a pun? That's really good. I'm so That's happy really about this. Kirinaga's uh, Revenge at $20. Don't know what that is. Puzzle game. Little 2D Big game. Buck Hunter Arcade at $20. Got to send that one over to Matt Moresco. <laughs> Remember when uh, those used to be just multi-million sellers by virtue of being on the shelf at Walmart. Yep. And, I mean, I remember when I worked at Staples in college. Oh, yeah. And, and the there, there, was a, yeah. there was a PC game section in our software section you know, amongst the, the productivity, you know, like office software. And we, we would always get in every, like, uh, shipment, every, every week shipment, there'd usually be a copy or two of the Big Buck Big Hunter Buck. game because every week, like, Somebody would buy one or two of them. Is there a big Buck Hunter game where you fight like mythical beasts, like where oh, you have to hunt Wendigos, Monster yes. Hunter, Griffins? Yeah, I guess that's what Monster Hunter is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. Yep. <laughs> uh, Infinite Air Capcom with did Mark McCorris. What's that? that? Yeah, who is that? who's that? I want to. I want to find out. Nothing, that title could not be l- like. Le- less what? descriptive than what it is. What infinite air? So is it like a snowboarding game? It's like, a flying game a because flying it's game? infinite air. No, it's not. It's a. Is it like pilot wings? Of, some sort of. Is Mark McMorris like a skydiver? Also, wait, how are you pronouncing it? McMorris. Mark Morris. Mark McMorris. That's what I said. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, dropping an M there, son. Whatever. I'm like, wait a second. This doesn't sound McCorris, right. What are these guys McCorris? saying? It's ballsy of that game to throw that dude's name in the title when no one knows. They were who like, he is. the name well, is important. It's really Mark. Come on, this is one of those things where name sounds fake. Literally, everyone who likes that sport knows who Mark McMorris is. No, what sport? Three M's. But Mark none of us Mark McMorris. That name sounds fake. How much do you guys want to bet that literally no one out in the editorial pit knows who that is? We live no, in San Francisco, where nobody knows. like we don't yeah. have the are space to have. Dirt bikes or Matt Moresco knows it's who Mark McMorris is. <laughs> I'll He's bet Kirsten yeah. Slater knows who uh-huh. he is. Yeah. Uh, his nicknames are McLovin and McRib. Oh, my God. He is a 22-year-old snowboarder 22. from Regina, right. Saskatchewan. Snowboarder. Somebody else knows who he is. Just Man, my life, I thought, are we I'm like the Sean com- White I didn't accomplish people? anything by 22. Yeah. This guy's got his own video game. Why I do could, we even know who Sean White is? Because he was like... He was an Olympian. Olympian, yeah. Olympian right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. He won like us a bunch I, of gold medals. I, I can't remember when why, I think of but I know he was like, That's the most marketable snowboarder to me. Yeah, like he's got that big red hair. Well, Mark McMorris has been dating Coco Ho, a pro surfer. Since Who's that? Who is Coco Ho? Infinite As, Water with is, Coco Ho coming next <laughs> week. <laughs> what are, that's crazy. Infinite. I mean, to be fair, both water and air. If you're gonna, if you're gonna. In, Slap the infinite name on something. Yeah, those are, those are two infinite. good elements to do yeah. so. Yeah. That's hilarious. Uh, moving on, Hasbro Family Fun Pack Super Edition. Bunch of $60. bunch of boards. We're talking about board games. If you like those, there you go. Team Seventeen Variety Pack twenty four seventy five. Worms, etc. Interesting price point. It's on G- sale. Ginger Beyond the Crystal. That's weird. 
I think of Ginger, who works here. Yeah. Monster like, Jam, colon, crush it. This game's called Monster Jam, crush it. It's By the way, crush it. have you... So, it's going to crush uh, sales records. Gra- <laughs> Grave Digger is on the cover of this. Uh, I was way into monster trucks when I was a kid. How did... When did Grave Digger become like, the most popular monster truck? Because it used to be Bigfoot. I was going to ask. The, the blue Ford pickup, Bigfoot. But Grave Digger has completely usurped Bigfoot, and I don't know when and how that happened. In my three years on the show, I have never been so confused. (laughs) I've never been so out of my element. Did you ever go to a monster truck rally when you were a kid? Never. You're from Wisconsin. I've been been to one. Is it big in the Midwest? Is it big in Arizona? Yeah, they'd have have them at Sun Devil Stadium, the college football stadium. Huh. I never got how Sunday, such a little Sunday, car Sunday. powers such big wheels. Like, how do they? The, the comedy button guys go to monster truck rallies all the time. Yeah. Really? They yeah. just they extend the chassis. I think like just so but it's but further how does, down and then put like, on the but big wheels. The engine still just like a regular sized engine. Well, no. Do we it's really want to get into the, the the engineering and physics of monster trucks? It just yeah. seems like a really strange machine. <laughs> a giant like huge wheels. Well, they're not street legal. Cars. If that's what you're wondering. You won't see one rolling down uh, Lombard Street, at least that'd not without fun. crushing that'd a pretty That would be kind of amazing. Actually awesome. Though, yeah. They do that in movies all the time. Monster trucks down Lombard Street? No, monster trucks <laughs> just down a normal street running over cars. Oh. Yeah. I've seen I, it in a few flicks. That old, that old cinematic trope. Yeah. I was like, I can't think of a single movie before that's happened, but I'll trust. Anyway. I've seen in Bullet when Steve McQueen gets in a monster truck. <laughs> anyway, uh, congratulations, Gravedigger, for uh, apparently putting Bigfoot in a grave. There you go. Did you just congratulate a truck? Yes. Okay. It has persevered. Grave he deserved Digger, it, Marty. Gravedigger was cool when I was a kid, which was an eternity ago at this point. What, what, if, it came out, what if it came out that uh, Gravedigger's super racist? <laughs> I got tapes, Ryan. Gravedigger. <laughs> so Gravedigger is Hulk Hogan? Gravedigger's Hulk. Grab him by the bumper, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Last game on this list. We're all fired, yeah. Sherlock Holmes, the devil's daughter, $50. Oh, man. Are those? Uh, I don't even. People like Sherlock, I guess. I, I like it's, Sherlock. Honestly, Holmes. that's that's a it's a really good series. It's yeah. one of those very it under the free, radar. So. Uh, it's Not a really long. good adventure game series, like point and click style adventure. Yeah, the, uh, Sherlock was one of the games with gold recently. That's true. Yes. Are we going through all these games too? Yeah, uh, well, talk, yeah. What's going on in the marketplace? The orange your box is now backwards compatible on Xbox One. Yeah, yeah. Those games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do yourself yeah. a favor. Oh my gosh! One of. I mean, you talk about. I didn't do that review for OXM, uh, but one of the easiest tens. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, my good. I mean, ha- oh, it was all a, these amazing games. Yeah, it was a. 10. It was a really excellent port of Half Life Two. Uh, fun fact: there was a. Not so good port of Half Life Two for the original Xbox. Right. Yeah, but Half Life Two Episode One, Episode Two, which oh that cliffhanger I in know. Episode Two, uh, the portal tie-in. I need to know how it ends. Uh, well, uh, they're never going to finish that series. So that's, nope, yeah. that's over. Then Portal, so. Portal, and Team Fortress Two, and Team Fortress which is Two, which is an awesome shooter. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah. unbelievable. Really, really good. 
Uh, October Games with Gold, we got Super Mega Baseball Extra Innings, which is all month, and then The Escapists from October 16th to eleven uh, to November 15th on Xbox One. October 16th to 11. Yep. <laughs> uh, MX versus ATV Reflex. R.I.P. Uh, that's that's October. over. Rest in peace. Mr. Chance. And I Am Alive the last two weeks all right, of that's now. October. <clears throat> November Games with Gold, we got Super Dungeon Bros. That's all month long. Murdered Soul Suspect. I remember when you played this. Not a great yeah. video game. Murdered it's Soul interesting. Suspect. It's the concept is better than the execution. Concept is better is than the execution. Are talking about Murdered Soul yeah. Suspect? Yeah, I, she was asking you about this game yeah, like yeah. last week because I was like, what if we did a short where it's like you have to investigate because we love detective stories. How do you have to investigate your own murder? And someone's like, that's a video game. I don't remember what it's called. And then we found out, and I was disappointed. <laughs> uh, uh, that, by the way, that game killed that studio. I'm sorry to say. Oh, yeah. really? Remember? Was it airtight? Yeah. yeah. Get these next two Good games. Bummer. Uh, Monkey Island Special Edition, the first two weeks of November, and Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon, the last For two the, weeks of November. I wish yeah. I could... Hold you Those all. are both on 360. I wish I could hold every one of our listeners at gunpoint and make them play Monkey Island. Well, you can, Ryan. I can? <laughs> uh, yeah, Monkey Island is one of the best adventure games it's, of all time. It's just un- so good. Real it's good. unbelievable. Those are both for 360, but they're both backwards compatible on Xbox One. Yes. <laughs> good stuff. All right. Let's come right back. We'll do the uh, trivia that Destin's been eagerly awaiting for the last couple weeks here. Uh, right after this... Okay, unlock block trivia time. So, uh, Kyle Miesbauer from New Mexico. Boy, have I got some pleasant news for Kyle. We got a lot yeah. of cool stuff to give away. Really? Ooh, uh, including copies of every Gears of War game for 360, because apparently everybody, as you've probably seen on the ads on TV, everybody that's buying Gears 4 is getting download codes yeah. for the other games. So. Kyle, if you want any of the Gears of War games from 360, let me know, and I will hook you up. I also do have a copy of Master Chief Collection, which was kindly donated by a listener. Now, that's the one you should get. It's, <laughs> it, this, this is uh, about to get real good. So uh, step up your game. Send me a good trivia question this week. We'll get to this week's in a second because uh, Microsoft kindly sent a uh, Battlefield 1 Special Edition Xbox One Ooh. for us to... Unbox, which we did, and now give away, which we're going to do next week. So uh, that'll be next week. Is that an S? Oh, yeah. It's a one terabyte. Can I submit a question? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes, you can. We won't choose it. Oh, dang. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Sardi Miva. Maliva. Wait a minute. <laughs> All right. So uh, anyway, Kyle wins this week for his question. I know he's probably slapping his own forehead now going, oh, I missed it by a week. But I've still got some cool prizes. Kyle asks... Which cable TV channel sponsored the first map pack for the original Gears of War, which probably made it free, as I <clears throat> vaguely recall. I'm old. <clears throat> I can't remember back 10 years ago. But yeah, do you remember it would have been a, Gear, um, a Gears of War map pack sort of like brought to you by, was it Spike TV, the Science Channel, the Discovery Channel, or G4 TV? Do you guys remember this? I confess... I kind of narrowed it down, but I did not remember the answer to this. No idea, but I guess I'll go first. Sure. Sure. Uh, I picked G4 TV because I don't think Spike was a thing back then. Okay. I think Spike. Didn't G4 become Spike? No. They're different things. 
What they was, were. Wasn't Spike not Spike? Spike used they to were be. Yeah. Did used to. Wasn't it? Hold on. Wasn't it the TNN? TNN. Yeah. Like the net. Literally the Nashville mm. network. Yeah. Wow. Huh. What a pivot for that. For that yeah. network. <laughs> huh? that. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I feel like it's Spike or G4. I'm gonna go with Spike. Just to be different. Destin. Spike. Yeah. So. I, I vaguely remembered uh, this being a really weird tie-in when it happened, and the garden level uh, pushed me towards science or discovery. And I'm like, I don't think I'd watch the science channel, so discovery maybe? So I went with uh, three discovery channels. Okay, let me see where our scoring is at. I know Marty's been leading the I mean, way. Spike seemed too obvious. I just don't think Spike was the thing. Marty at 15, Destin at 13... Until now, Destin, the only correct answer. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, Narrowing the man. race. But real quick, how many how many points do I have? Uh, <laughs> shark at four. Sean All Wall. right. Hey. <laughs> I so, got it. Man. Good stuff, Destin. That, was a, that brought me back because I remember I'm like, what? Good oh, stuff. there's a garden yeah, was, level, I guess. Crazy. It was the Discovery, Discovery Channel sponsored that first <clears throat> map pack for Gears 1. So good job, Kyle Miesbauer from New Mexico. You've won a fun prize. Great again, question. If and you, you want to win, there is an out. Xbox One on the line, a one terabyte. The bad news is it's in a kind of hideous olive green color. <laughs> but, hey, it, it's a brand new Xbox One S, one terabyte, Just with it, a copy. Put it deep into your entertainment system. <laughs> of Battlefield Just hide One. It. Yeah, don't shine any lights on it. It's going to work just fine. So I need a <clears throat> trivia question. Include four multiple choice answers. Note the correct one in your email. If it's one, if you, I know, I can tell when people just Google like Xbox trivia questions because the things that <laughs> come up are the the rock thing, like who was on stage with Bill Gates. Like yeah. I, I already know what to look for. You're <laughs> not going to win. It is a random draw, but if it's a, if if I randomly choose you and then you have a either repeat question or dumb question, I will move on and choose someone else. There are no because dumb those questions. are my godlike powers. There's absolutely dumb questions on this on this show. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, send, send everything in to unlocked at IGN.com. Remember, include your shipping address because I've got a thing I will ship you if you win. Did you stipulate that these all have to be Xbox-related questions? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, darn it. I just thought it would be kind of fun to do, like, random multiple-choice yeah. questions. <laughs> Not even about video games. Yeah. Which actress what was is, in the Resident Evil movie? I might actually get more points that yeah. way. What is the sixth number after the decimal related? point in pi? Like, oh, son of a... <laughs> <laughs> It's two, by the way. Yeah, you know, pi. I can go out 3. like point one four one five. Why nine two seven? Why do you guys know away. that? Why they drill it into your head in school? Nope, I got to drill more. <laughs> I got it drilled into my head. I also am terribly bad at math, so, so like I, I didn't pay attention to math. Became a film <laughs> yeah. That's why I went yeah. to journalism school. Yeah. Sixty nine. Right. I can remember that. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> four stuff. three. All right, a few more numbers, <laughs> but I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are not super drunk if you were drinking along with Marty's lies this week. You kind of you, you tailed off on your lies. I wanted to keep you sober. Sober. Don't drink October. and drive. Don't drink and drive. Don't drink and drive. Uh, IGN Prime is an easy way to support what we do here and get yourself an ad-free IGN experience. Go to ign.com/prime. Give us twenty nine ninety five. We will give you one year of. No ads in front of videos and no ads on the IGN homepage. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. I would encourage you to please check out the uh, Unfiltered with Vince Zampella talking Medal of Honor Allied Assault, the, the formation of Infinity Ward and how Call of Duty got started and the lawsuit and Titanfall and all kinds of fun stuff. Went down to Respawn to shoot that. That was a good time. 
Destin? All sorts of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Like a lawsuit. <laughs> well, he did at least talk about it a little yep. bit, which I, I, I uh, really appreciated him mm-hmm. being willing Let's to do. It. I'll take the opportunity to plug uh, twitch.tv slash the Destin channel and youtube.com slash the Destin channel. I am going to be streaming Mass Effect 2 and 3 because, like Marty, I want to finish those games before the new game comes out. So just to kind of refresh my memory of the So the you've already done the first game? Yeah, I did the first one. It was actually back when I started streaming in June or July. That was the first game I played through on nice. Xbox One. Nice. And now I'm going to be playing through on 360, Mass Effect 2 and 3. Yeah, you don't have a choice. Well, that or PC. Don't have a choice. Yeah, yeah well, I can't com- transfer my save anywhere else. So, yeah. There is a trick where you can actually transfer from Xbox One backwards Cloud to save? Xbox 360. It's, it's a weird... Thing that you have Ugh. to do at the end of the game. Hmm. All right. Good to but know. But anyway, yeah. We will watch you uh, play one of the classics. Yeah. Excellent. Fantastic game. Marty? Uh, you can find me at McBiggity. Uh, I had no part in it, but you should watch uh, The Secret Origins of Dark Souls, which uh, Chloe, Zach, Kirk, a bunch of people worked on. It's this amazing... Sort of like a mini 30 for 30, uh, just about uh, from software and the inspirations behind Dark Souls and their early games and how a bunch of stuff uh, impacted that series. It's a super cool video. Uh, one of my favorite things that's been on the site in quite Marty, a while. Marty, please stream Mass Effect. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm like, I, just get, I usually get real drunk when I play games, so I don't really want to see me. Even better. You should not wear pants. No, yeah, don't. Even better. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. I think we're going to look. Uh, it does. Yeah. We're going to get to. People are going to give me stopping points. And then I might come in and do like a two-hour stream. That's cool. work of certain key decisions. Nice. It does. It does make it feel like work when you yeah. start yeah. doing that. Like I want to play Red Dead, but I'm like, oh, I could stream Red Dead. Mm. I know. Uh, I kind of yeah. want to go back to it too. Yeah. I've got a year. Mm-hmm. Also, if you're one of our Australian listeners, uh, Alana's going to be at Pax Oz next week, and she has a bunch of panels there. Nice. Sad. It'll be cool. Shark. Follow me on Twitter at Shot by Vinnegan. And since I have nothing really to plug because I worked on the same Vin Sampella stuff with you, uh, I'm going to plug Dread, the greatest comic book movie. I watched it last night. It's awesome. Dread if you have seen it, that's well, the second one, right? That's the new one. I'm talking about the yeah, remake. Not yeah. the not 95 or not the second law. one was <laughs> Judge Dredd. And it's with Judge it's got a cool robot. Stallone. It's terrible. A judge it's got a cool robot. I mean, and guns. You the guns are, are working neat. on our November IGN first, which should be of interest to our audience. Yeah, I can't. We can't say anything about it yet. I mean, we could. We choose not to. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> nothing. No one's stopping me with like a gun to my head. But yeah, like it's going to be a cool game. Uh, we were up there visiting when, like, I guess two weeks ago. So, key, stay tuned to that. Excellent. Half Life Three. It was Half Life oh, Three. Yeah. Next month's IGN first is Half Life Three. I would. Literally walk into my boss's office and demand a huge raise. Hey, I got some right for now. you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want a race. Oh, man. That would be IGN last. Just go, that's, out, go yeah. out on top. That's right. Yeah. Drop the mic yeah. and we're yeah. done. We're done after that. With this last game, IGN first is over. <laughs> if you had an IGN first for Half Life, like I feel like there, there would be a bloodbath for who got to go on that. Or it'd be oh. like, oh, we're sending 15 yeah. people? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The whole studio is going up there. Yeah. Oh. It's. Uh, to dream dreaming that would be like all hands on deck i mean in order for that to happen that would have to be a real game which it's not because it'll never happen it never will be don't remind me of even left for dead 2 would be a big get left for dead 2 would be an awful ign first i played it left for dead four <laughs> years ago left for dead three yeah like, my bad three yeah, is yeah. What you're talking oh, about. i'm tired i would go to my uh, boss's uh, office and demand you get less money yeah. left for dead 2 is Brian so screwed up. <laughs> Brian's, uh, real sl- he's slipping lately. <laughs> let's go let's leave Hey, look, it was somehow an hour, as usual. 
You're welcome, I think. I don't know. Or I'm sorry. It's either you're welcome or I'm sorry. I'm not sure which one. Pick your poison. It's fine. Uh, We'll be back with our usual round of shenanigans next week. I'm one point behind. I never thought I'd catch up. It's it's turning into a really good race because now we're down to like the last... Ten weeks of the no. I'm gonna look at I'm gonna look at your phone search history. I think you're cheating. (laughs) Wait, so how many points do you have? I don't know. It's fourteen to it's fourteen to thirteen. So if I win every one and I'm on every show until the end of the year, (laughs) no, because I have four points. Yeah, still in it, not mathematically eliminated yet. All right, you're like I would have to get we we would have to get every. This is when the shark. This is when sharks attack. (laughs) When you're least expecting it. All right, Sean. Okay. <laughs> Destin and Marty both had uh, both were handed drinks uh, before the show and both oh, got rampant diarrhea yeah. during every episode. I don't know <laughs> before asleep. TV. I don't That's know what happened. It. Let's Check go. Up. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.